It's now time on realagriculture.com for the beef market update. We're joined by Ann Wasco of the Gateway Livestock Exchange. Ann, how's it going? I am good, John. Smoky Friday, I should say. Uh, you, you can eat smoke for lunch today. Yes, and it's so early. You know, after going through last year with all the smoke, and especially in Alberta, but certainly even in our parts of Saskatchewan, it always it feels like it's a deja vu. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, last Friday we had the cattle on feed report come out in the U.S. Uh, any follow-up thoughts to that? Well, it was it was a bullish report in terms of what the expectations were. Cattle on feed in the U.S. on May the first, two percent more than a year ago, but not no big surprise. April placements were up nine percent, but April marketings were up seven percent. So in in hindsight, uh, they actually sold more than they placed. Uh, and and the report was, you know, from a technical perspective, bullish, but there was so much other news come Monday morning uh, to t- send markets, you know, other focus on cattle markets in terms of what's going on in the grain complex that even though it was a friendly report, um, really no market impact. You know, and as I look at, say, the August uh, live cattle future chart for the last year, I, I would call it, I'm not sure what pattern you call this, but I call it the head smashed in buffalo jump pattern. It kind of works its <laughs> way up. And then about the middle of April, we fell off a cliff and that's where the buffaloes jumped off until <laughs> to their demise. What exactly is going on? Because on the 17th of April, we were just shy of 120. We're now bumping off of 105. Yeah. Now, mind you, a couple of things going back. It, it's great. You're, you're, it's wonderful to analyze these markets in hindsight, right? So back in April, when you had that August contract flirting with 120 US, um, you know a lot of the uh, hype around uh, the unknowns in terms of African swine fever, you know what that was going to do the 2019 cattle markets in, in globally and, and in North America, and that was certainly supporting the the hog and cattle complex back at the time. And and if you really looked in the mirror and said, Are August live cattle going to trade at 120 given larger supplies this year? I think the obvious answer was no. But um, and so today's market is probably a whole bunch closer to what the supply story would would tell us. But um, you know, I'm sure hoping lots of producers were were able to use that that peak back in April because of some outside factors to to price off. Because now we're a long ways off that. Yeah, if you bought some out of the money put options closer to that 119 at the time, oh boy, you were a happy camper today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hindsight. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's. Okay, we've done the hindsight thing. Like you said, it's easy. Where do we go from here then? Well, you know, the markets continue, especially on the cattle front. You know, to adjust to you know what is going on in the in the grain complex, especially you know talking about U.S. corn and the unknowns around what the heck is going to happen in terms of uh, how many acres don't get seeded, what happens to corn yield in this kind of an event, which sounds like we, you know, there's really no history to even go back on uh, to compare it to. So, you know, how much higher does corn have to go and what that impact is on cattle futures or cattle prices? You know, we saw feeder cattle futures off, you know, hard yesterday and kind of as it was responding to these higher corn prices, because don't forget, as corn goes up from a cattle producer's perspective, so do the cost of gain, and that's going to have to come out of the price of cattle. And so that's what the, the futures have been trying to deal with all week on the cattle side. So um, even though rain supposedly makes grain, in this kind of case, we're finding out that maybe too much rain, not, not so much. Yeah, and the lack of planting progress in the Midwest is really, it's creating the environment, the potential for a further weather market. 
in, in the corn futures, that is going to be, you know, if, if you're long corn inventory, you're like, okay, well, I'll take it. But uh, boy, if you're buying corn for feed, you need to be paying attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and and if and for inventory you haven't purchased, you're going to be going back to uh, to the calculator with some new numbers in terms of your feed costs, and uh, the end result's going to be a lower cattle price. So, again, what it is, we're just coming up to June one, I know, but still lots of uncertainty around this whole window. Um, now, here in Canada, and you've talked a lot about this on the show lately completely opposite scenario but we're just certainly not out of the woods in terms of a weather market either it's just the opposite from a from a drought perspective and you know june 1 tomorrow and uh, so many areas in a big part of the prairie is just uh very short in terms of moisture and really not much in terms of the short-term forecast maybe a little better in the long term but we got a ways to get there yeah yeah Okay, so I mentioned the smoke at the beginning. Uh, fires in northern Alberta. It's very concerning. It is this early uh, in in the season. Uh, I ask you every two weeks now. Pasture conditions. Give us an update. Well, again, I think you're you're going to find regions, right? But a bigger part, you know, certainly with you know, we were thirty. If you're in in southern Saskatchewan this week, you were between thirty and thirty-two degrees. I think you had some people on your show this week talking about that. So, hot, dry. Um, again, those are all weighing on uh, you know whether it's been uh, newly emerged uh, um, crops or 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 pasture or hay. All of them. You know, we went from ten days ago talking about frost overnight, and now we're talking about thirty, thirty-two degrees. So. Yeah, it's there's there's lots of concern, and again, just so just a certainly a reminder to livestock, certainly cattle producers, as we go into the second half of 2019, that there are still a pile unknown of unknowns, um, certainly outside of of uh, cattle supplies and cattle numbers, but these outside forces in terms of weather um, and and the impacts on feed costs uh, could still play a big big role in cattle prices as we roll here. So. Lots, lots of questions. Uh, unfortunately, you'd rather be talking about, um, you know, great, great hay and pasture conditions and, and looking like we're going to have a big crop. But there's still too many, too many unknowns to make that call. Yeah, you know, a lot of times we talk about the futures price, uh, but we and we don't talk enough about the basis. And I know right now in yeah. soybeans, that's what we had Brian Voth from Intellifarm yesterday. He's like, yeah, the soybean future may be going up, but the basis sucks. Uh, what's going on in cattle basis? Well. You know, we talked so much last year from an Alberta cattle feeder perspective or a Western Canadian cattle feeder perspective. Last year we had record basis. Great news. You know, we're trading this much over the U.S. market. You know, lots of things uh, on fire in terms of that impact. Today, though, Sean, we've flipped, and we've mentioned it a few times here in 2019, but here we are today looking at our spot basis, so what our Alberta market is vis-a-vis the Nebraska market. We're trading $10 Canadian under. Well, if that doesn't mean much, too much to you, a year ago, it was one over. So do some quick math, $11.100 change to the negative times a 14-weight steer, there's $150 ahead taken off of our local market in terms of basis alone, let alone all these other things we've talked about. So, so big impacts as far as um, uh, bottom line is concerned, and I think as we chip on through the summer, Unfortunately, that looks like it's going to continue to be the case. Wide, wider basis, certainly, than we saw a year ago. Well, and as always, thank you very much for joining us here for the Beef Market Update. Okay, thanks, John. 
That is Ann Wasco with the Gateway Livestock Exchange. Okay, when we come back, we've got a Real Ag Issues panel. Jeff English of ThinkShift and Andrew Campbell of Fresh Air Media. We'll be right back on Real Ag Radio right after this.